I would actually like to start talking about the most recent collection, um, yes. which was Autumn Winter 2011. Yes. Um, where did the inspiration come from for the collection? Well, the inspiration came from these uh, Robert Polidori's photos of the Versailles, and it documented over a period of 25 years. And I, I bought the sort of the three-volume book in, in Paris, and I was so infatuated with it. I was actually working on my pre-fall collection in Paris in um, November. Um, I was working on some pieces, and I, I sort of came across this book, and it sort of let me see the Versailles in a whole different way because it was the process of the restoration. It wasn't just the, the usual side of Versailles we saw, I suppose. It was, you know, you saw it in the various states of disarray almost. And uh, I found that contrast between these raw building materials and the luxe interiors was really interesting. And I, I thought that was sort of one of the most intriguing things. And it was from this photographer's point of view, and it was done through time. So over the 25 years, so much has happened that you saw what they did to put it back together. So they took things apart and putting it all back together. And that, that's, that's also intriguing because then I experimented with cutting lace apart and putting it back together in a jigsaw puzzle kind of a way. And, you know, playing with these precious materials, but cutting them apart. Were you consciously trying to single yourself out by looking at these kind of more decorative elements in your work? Well, I think the craftsmanship has always been such an in important aspect of my, my career. And uh, I, I've always been in, interested in the craft side of things. And uh, that's where I came from. I started by obsessing with Charles James's work when I was in school. And I wanted to study how it was made from the inside and the structures, the boning, the layers of crinoline and horsehair little hooks and eyes and the structure. And the inside always intrigued me, sometimes more so than outside. So it was sort of interesting to come back full circle with this inspiration because you saw how those how how the how 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 the Versailles was put together ultimately and it was through a lot of a lot of work. And I I really wanted to push the boundaries of technique this season. And I worked with Lesage and I worked with Lamarier on the flowers and the petals and the the feathers and worked with Lesage on the embroideries. It was interesting to take sort of these very traditional techniques, these elaborate things, and injecting that sense of American sportswear ease into it. That was a nice combination. Now that we've kind of talked about the present, I would like to delve back a little bit and talk about your past. When did you first realize that you wanted to be a fashion designer? I realized when I was around nine or 10, when I was learning English and I was I grew up in Taiwan until I was nine, and uh, my mother moved to Vancouver, Canada with me when I was nine with my brother, and uh, we immigrated there. I didn't speak a word of English. I think I knew how to say hi and apple, something like that, and uh, that, that was it. And I really was never the textbook, book smart kind of a guy, I, I, and, and I'm the, the one Asian person you'll find that's terrible at math. <laughs> and, uh, um, it was really, you know, I, 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 I needed to find something to relate to, relate to in the language. And what I found was this stack of fashion magazine my mom left around. And I was looking at these shoes and I wanted to read about the designers. So I 
started reading and picking up and sort of with the dictionary going back and forth and sort of that was my process of learning English and uh, so I sort of then I realized wow this is something I really want to do because it's really interesting I want to know more and sort of combine sort of all my interests. Previously I've always been into art, fine arts and uh, that was when I realized that fashion was a career. I'm not sure if this is right in terms of when you first started designing but you started creating clothes for dolls. Well, it's a long story. I mean, I, I've always played with dolls when I was little. I never played with the cars. My brother was the one that played with trucks and, you know, guns and video games. I was always into the more romantic side of things, and I was always into um, pretty things. And I you know, had dolls growing up, and when I asked my mom for a sewing machine, she bought me one. I think I was 10. And... Uh, and our neighbor made upholsteries for a living, so she would give me all these scraps of paper, and I would take those things and put them together, but they were little scraps of fabric. So I sort of grabbed the nearest doll, doll and started making clothes for her. That's how I learned how to sew. And um, year, years later, I, um, I, I, I did a freelance job when I was in high school uh, for a toy company, and it sort of became a part-time job throughout school, and I just sort of really wanted to work. And I think they had no idea how old I was. And I just submitted everything through like email and, and, and mail. And I just was sort of a freelance intern. You know, it was not even about ever about getting paid. It was about getting a creative outlet where I could really do something. And so that's sort of how the whole thing sparked. In your head, is there a certain woman that you see wearing your clothes? I think there's very many different kinds of women that wear my clothes. I mean, the, the one thing that women that wear my clothes have in common is they appreciate the details and they they understand that the clothes aren't trend oriented because I, I never I never called myself a trendy designer. I never called myself the uh, the you know the the designer of the moment. I, I like I like to think that my work can last a long time and that it would be relevant 30, 50 years from now and that it would be wearable then. And it's really about embracing the feminine form and creating truly desirable women, uh, clothes that women want to wear. I'm interested where you stand on this age-old question of creativity versus commerce. Are you always aware of a commercial reality to your work? Yes, I am. I, 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 think, um, I think it's important because to me, my reality is I, I love creating a beautiful composed show that has a message. I think it's really important. But I also would love to see that vision translated into a woman's wardrobe because I think fashion has to come full circle. And uh, the, the idea that what I create is wearable, you know, it, because fashion is really a utilitarian thing. I mean, not only does it project an image and it's as much about the aesthetic, but it's also covering you up. So, so, so I, I like my work to have validity in everyday life. So that's always been my, my take on fashion is that, you know, whatever I do on the runway, I can be able to translate that into a collection that can also be desirable for women so they would want to wear it. I would like to talk about a very high profile woman that wears yeah. your clothes, which I think it's kind of the inevitable question. Um, Who's Michelle Obama? Who are you talking about? Oh, Michelle Obama. No, I mean, I, I know, I know. Just <laughs> I don't want to go through all the time she's worn your clothes, but was that daunting, knowing that you were dressing the first lady? Well, it was very, it was very daunting, but I, I almost was in a 
blissful ignorance at the time because I, I had worked on, uh, I started working on her wardrobe uh, the summer before, so this was three years ago, and she had barely, you know, I didn't really know her so well, and, uh, you know, I made these clothes, but she hadn't worn them until much later, and the inauguration thing was sort of I designed that, I designed the outfit, I designed the gown, and uh, I actually packed it up and flew it to Chicago myself because I didn't want to take any chances, but I really wasn't sure that she was going to wear it until the night of. So, sort of, I didn't really realize how big of a deal it was because it was also the month before Fashion Week, and I was so busy, sort of into my collection that I sort of had to put all of that aside. And, and it sort of just manifested itself into sort of a thing the whole world was watching and then I turned on the TV that night and she came out wearing my dress I sort of couldn't believe it happened I mean it was it's sort of unbelievable because there were so many firsts in that and and the fact that it was so organic the whole thing happened in that way and I really didn't know it was sort of you know it's almost unbelievable that it happened and uh you know, when I moved to New York, I mean, when I moved to America to become a fashion designer, I thought that one day I'd be a part of American history and that my work would be cemented in the museum long after I, you know, I'm gone. And uh, that, that to me is a really personally significant event in my life. That it's never really been done, that, that a, a first lady has worn a designer who's Asian and, uh, and, an immigrant and uh, under 30. And that was sort of a aha moment where I, I really sort of, I was really proud of it. Did you feel that straight away as soon as that had happened? Was there an immediate yeah. reaction? Well, to give you an example, a really funny thing is I was, it was two days later and I was on the corner of the street hailing a cab on like 37th Street and this guy driving, a, this burly guy driving a big pickup truck was rolled, was in, in a red light and rolled down his window and go, aren't you that designer Jason Wu? And I, I, that was a moment I was like, wow, you know, he's definitely not in an industry. <laughs> he knows who I am. And the fact that my mother called me the, that night and she already knew about it all the way in Taiwan, I mean, it was sort of, it broadcasted my name all over the world in that instant. And I realized it was really a life, once in a lifetime opportunity and that I had to really, really pursue my next opportunity really carefully and really seriously. How important do you feel it is for you to work in New York? It's, it's important. I think New York is full of energy and I, I, love, I love the diversity of New York and something's always changing. I, I wanted to move to New York ever since I was in high school and I sort of made my, my, my way there and sort of never wanted to leave. I considered it my home. It's uh, also a place where there's, it's a place of opportunity. It's a difficult city to, to make it in. They say, you know, sometimes when you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And sometimes it's true because it's, it's tough. But I also feel like it's such a, such a, it's a, one of the few places where you can have nothing and you can start something and you can make something of yourself and that's how I attribute New York and I think that's why I'm there.
One of the things that really strikes me when I talk to New York designers is they think of themselves as a brand and they're really very much aware of the commercial aspect. Do you, as Jason Wu, do you think of it as a brand? Is that kind yes. of... Yes. I, 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 at the three-year three mark of my, my company, I, I became more than Jason Wu, the designer. It's really Jason Wu, the brand. And I wanted to take it to the next level. And in the last two years, we've really done that. I mean, we expanded to a worldwide distribution of more than 130 stores. And we are launching, we launched accessories last September and launched sunglasses. And I did a um, cosmetic collaboration last year. There's so many things I can do. I, I've begun thinking further than the clothes. I start, I've begun thinking about the lifestyle. And to encompass the lifestyle, I have to be a brand. And, and that, that, that really excites me because my interest in fashion is more than just the clothing, clothing itself. It's, it's the entire package. I feel like fashion is about so much more and it's so exciting and it touches us in, in places that people don't expect. I, I think we see fashion, interior is a form of fashion and I think it's very much influenced by what's going on in fashion. And I really begun thinking about this woman and her environment and I sort of want to be a part of it all. So that's the future as well? That's the future. <laughs>